From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about what happens when there is an absence of communication and confusion is experienced. And now normally I would share at this point in time a quote from somebody else or an anonymous quote, but in today's episode, I'm actually going to share with you a statement that I make to a lot of my clients in regard to this topic, and that's in the absence of information, the imagination runs wild. And that's what we're talking about in today's episode. But first, we start every episode with a hug, which is really just an opportunity for Tony and I to really share what you all are doing in your marriages, how you're taking action, where you're experiencing breakthrough. And this hug comes from a message we received that starts with, we are one of your extraordinary marriages. This weekend, we've been camping with our horses. We covered the recreational, emotional, and physical intimacy and finished a celebration of our 60th birthdays with the final day of the 60-day challenge. Hold up. Two 60-year-olds went 60-4-60. Yep. That's like, wow. I'm just going to say wow. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when we say 60-day challenge, 60-day sex challenge, if you haven't heard us talk about that, go listen to episode one. Absolutely. And what a way to celebrate your 60th birthday. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. Right. <laughs> and they go on to say, I don't know if we'll be able to repeat when we hit 70. Without your book and podcast, we wouldn't have the pillars to create this reality, nor the inspiration of a 60 day challenge. You two are special. I'm mm-hmm. actually going to flip this back on um, this message and say you two are special. Absolutely. Because it's the commitment that you two have made to one another and to strengthening all six pillars of intimacy. So mm-hmm. happy birthday. And congratulations on your We Did It. It's a, yeah, I, I, I love it. I think whenever anybody completes a challenge like this, there are many things that have gone on prior to it. And, I, and I'm saying even from a 7, 14, 30, 60 and beyond, um, you know, a We Did It is about the two of you. And we know the sacrifice that comes with that. Mm-hmm. And and we congratulate each and every one of you. I know we don't hear from all of you guys who do sex challenges and send in your we did it. I'd love it if you did. But do know that we congratulate each and every one of you. And for this couple in particular, 60 for 60 on your 60th birthday, unheard of. Just as an FYI, Elise and I did 40 of 60 when we did our 60-day sex challenge. So way to go. And I'm just thinking it's actually kind of funny that this hug came right after last week's episode on birthday um, and birthday expectations and all that. Was it last week? No, two weeks oh, ago. Oh, two weeks ago. So sorry. Yeah. Um, but just thinking about that in relation, I'm like, this might be a birthday conversation to have because guess what? Birthdays show up every single year. That's it. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, like I shared with all of you at the top of this episode, um, the quote that I shared is actually something that I have found myself repeating a lot to my coaching clients lately. And, you know, it's always one of those things where I find that I'm saying something over and over again. And Tony knows this. If he hears me, you know, just kind of going, oh, yeah, I said, I said this in a coaching session today. And I said this in a coaching session. He's usually looking at me like, so how much longer until we actually talk about this 
on an episode. Yeah. I get the debriefs. Like I don't get all the details, but Elisa will will share like, hey, this is going on or that's going on and and because we're we're discussing like how can we impact and help the one family. And so a lot of times these conversations are just happening naturally and and as many of you have heard over the years, they they come into the show mm-hmm. because you know what? If Elisa is speaking this to her clients and probably some of you are experiencing it as well. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's, it's that idea that without communication, confusion is going to become the norm, right? That, you know, in the absence of information, just like I share with you in that quote, in the absence of information, and I've seen this play out so many times, the imagination is going to run wild. It, it's not like, well, maybe it will. It's no, no, it will. Because this confusion starts to come in because there are these gaps in information. And we as human beings, here's the thing. If we don't know something, we go to history, we go to other people's experiences, and we start filling in the gaps. Mm. It's why I said in, you know, Six Pillars of Intimacy, you know, there I was talking about when I wrote the book, I was talking about the fact that there's a cast and crew of like 300 people on average. Why? Because they're filling in all the gaps. And, you know, in our everyday, we don't have people to fill in the gaps like that. So we do it on our own. And I can't tell you how many of my coaching clients I've said, um, you're probably an Oscar award winning, you know, writer, because in the absence of information, your imagination has completely run wild. Yeah. And it's interesting. You, you typically do this and go to the dictionary cause you're looking for the definition. And so I just looked up the definition of imagination. Cause I was like, well, what is that? Oh, and it's look, the f- can we just can we just all pause for a second and just give Tony a virtual <laughs> um, high five or clap for going to the dictionary before I did? I yes. love that about you. The faculty or action of formatting new ideas or images or concepts of external objects not present to the senses. Ooh, read so, that again. So the faculty or action of forming new ideas or images or concepts of external objects not present to the senses. Wow. So that's what... New ideas not present to the senses. I'm just yeah, going to pull that, those two that, pieces together. That's the big part, yes. And, and and that's so important because without information, that's what your your spouse does. Or maybe that's what you're doing, right? You're putting new ideas, you know, and you're, you're trying to synthesize all of this and creating a reality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on the very first page of chapter five in the six pillars of intimacy, the chapter that was all dedicated to emotional intimacy, I describe emotional intimacy as the workhorse of the pillars, because how the two of you communicate verbally and non-verbally and what you communicate is going to impact every area of your marriage. So if you're not communicating in a particular area, it's also having an impact, right? And, and we've got to be We've got to be couples collectively in the one family, these extraordinary marriages. We've got to be couples that say, you know what? Like I have a choice on whether or not what I do is going to bring confusion or clarity into my marriage. It's good. It's up to me because you are the only one that controls what you say or what you don't say. That's really good. Um, I hear a but. No, no, no. There's no but there (laughs) at all because I, because I think it's, it's really potent to just sit on that for a second. We have the ability. What can I do? Mm. It's something we've said for years. It is in the six pillars of intimacy. It's in every chapter. What can I do? Can I bring confusion or can I bring clarity? That's a choice I have in my relationship, mm-hmm. in a situation. Having been married 26 years, I can say 
I've been on both of those. Sure. And I have felt both of those. So you're not alone if, if this is happening to you or has ever happened to you or your spouse, you feel like your spouse has not been clear to you, which has caused confusion for you. This is something that I think all of us as married couples address, deal with, and it's not a one and done. Mm-hmm. There are things that are changing. There are times when Elisa can say something that there isn't clarity. So I get confused on how to act, respond, share, help her through because I don't have the clarity. And sometimes she'll stop me and go, this is what's going on. And I'm like, okay, because my imagination is running and I'm trying to fill in the blanks mm-hmm. until she gives it to me. Well, we had, we had a situation uh, a couple weeks ago now, Tony and our daughter had gotten into a fight. Oh yes. And this isn't about their fight. It's about the aftermath. And so I had heard because of where my office is located, I heard our daughter come home and I heard her crying. And then like I could, I could just feel the air in her house had completely shifted, but I was on a client call. So I'm getting text messages from both of them. And to all my clients, I'm not responding to text messages during your session. So don't worry about it. I, I found this out after, um, Abby is like texting me, please get off your call right now. I need to talk to you. And Tony's like, before you talk to Abby, I need to talk to you. Well, my office is right outside of Abby's room. So I didn't get Tony's message because I didn't read any of the messages until after I'd gone into Abby's room. Right. And so she's given me the whole download. And then I go downstairs and Tony's giving me the whole download. Well, part of this download was that, well, that I didn't know was that Tony had told her that she couldn't like she couldn't go over to friend's house or something. I forget exactly what you had told her she couldn't do. But I recognized that the air was so thick and having the two of them in the same house was going to be disastrous for all three of us. And so I had not unbeknownst to me that Tony had said she couldn't go anywhere. And of course she didn't volunteer it. Um, I had told her that she could get out of the house. So he hears her, you know, troop down the stairs and go out the garage and start her car and pull away. And, I walk downstairs. I'm like, okay, let's talk. And he's like, did you just give her permission to leave the house? (laughs) Can you guess what the imagination on his side was doing? Mm -hmm. Right? Because I hadn't actually even talked to him. I'm just like, get out of the house, Abby. Go like, go for a drive, go to the beach, calm down, do the things. And so, so this is like, we were in this moment Mm -hmm. because I was like, absolutely. I think right now, just the tension in the house, she needs to get out and I'd like her to go clear her head. And so he's just... I don't know if smoke was coming out of your ears. You might have considered it. Oh, I yeah. You you were a little hot. Yeah, I was very hot. Because his imagination was, if I can only guess, the narrative was you've completely undermined me, and you yep. didn't hear you my didn't, side you, of the story, you, right? and, and you didn't come to me first, and you didn't come to we, me. We first. worked through all this, but that was a very frustrating moment. And for many of you who are married, this will happen, right? The imagination can run wild. There can be confusion. And it's not only between us. We have, for those of you who have children, mm-hmm. we have children, we have pets, we have in-laws, we have parents, we have friends, we have others. Finances. Finances. Have, like all uh, of these things. All yeah. of these things that weigh upon us when we don't have clarity. Mm-hmm. And so... There are times when that will happen. I would say for Elisa and I, over the years of our marriage, there were times I would say, I I would say we were living in 90% confusion in our marriage <laughs> early on. Easily. I, I mean, just- We just didn't communicate. We didn't communicate. So 
everything was miscommunicated. The imagination would run wild on both sides to now I would say that's flipped where I would say there's maybe 10% confusion, maybe 20% if it's something big. But that's because as we share with you many a times, that emotional intimacy, that ability to verbally and non-verbally communicate with one another can have the clarity that you two need, no matter what may be going on. And just to kind of close circle on that story, I was able to tell Tony that I hadn't even looked at my text messages. It's just literally her door is like you open my door and you can walk into her room. Not that that made it any easier for him. She was at the end of the day, she made a she made a wise decision. I in the moment wasn't pleased with it, and yet she made a wise decision to allow uh, Abby to leave because that also gave her and I space here at the home to just discuss and not have to be on like eggshells like oh my gosh Abby's up there she's going to hear the it, it was well, a- and to be fair let's keep in mind that one of the things we know about Abby is that in every house we've ever had that has had stairs she's really good at like positioning herself so that she can't be seen but she can hear yep and so she has it, yes, we, ju- we just we she know has that told about us her. she has told us that many a times in, in all our different homes you know and I, I want you all to know that this experience that we had with confusion and, and the imagination it like we're not alone because in a recent uh, Instagram story poll that we did, 99% of you had said that you had felt confused by what your spouse had said or not said. So just about everybody. Mm-hmm. Just about everybody. And when you start to actually like step into the result that this confusion has on your marriage, you realize that we, we have to tackle this idea of either bringing clarity or confusion to our marriage. Because when there's confusion, you, you've you shared with us that that results in a massive disconnect, that mm-hmm. there are more arguments than, you know, peace, that there are these assumptions that are being made. Case in point, Tony mm-hmm. just assumed I was completely disregarding his text. And, 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 you know, there are assumptions made about relationships. There are assumptions made about spend. Like every pillar of intimacy, you can start making assumptions when you have this confusion. Some of you shared that you question when there's all of that confusion, when your imagination's running wild, you've shared that you question the future of your marriage. Sure. You question what your spouse is doing and who they're doing it with. Mm-hmm. There are feelings of hurt and rejection because again, in the absence of information, you can just be in that place of going, gosh, why would my spouse do that to me? But you don't know all the facts. Right. It's like we were we were at a training this past weekend and um, one of the speakers was sharing. He's like, you know, he in the corporate world, but he was sharing how in a lot of instances where there's been conflict between two people or when there's disagreement, he's like, most likely we have different information. Yes. Or we have different agendas. And that's where that confusion comes in. It's one or the other. And so it's going, hey, what's the information you have in this scenario? Mm hmm. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. Some of you also shared that, you know, when that confusion comes, there's the silent treatment in your home because you both retreat because you don't know anything and you're making it all up and you've got your own information and and you're just like processing it on your own, but you're filling in your own gaps. There are misunderstandings and frustration. And, you know, the reality is, is that I have yet in all my years of coaching, (laughs) 10 years now, um, to have a marriage sit across from me where the confusion has actually helped their marriage. Mm. Confusion only creates chaos 
in a marriage. And we need to talk about how the two of you can get into this place of of having success, how breaking through the confusion and creating more clarity. And we're going to do that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're back, and we're talking about being able to step into this place and choosing to bring more clarity to your marriage instead of sitting in this place where the imagination's running wild and you're just like, you know what, I'm just going to let this spin and I'm going to win that Golden Globe or the Oscar or the Emmy or whatever the you can tell I don't know the awards. It's fine. But but stepping into this place where you're not creating an award-winning story, but you're deepening the emotional intimacy in your marriage to create the best story, your story in your marriage, right? Because you don't have to stay in that place of confusion. I told you, at the, you know, Tony and I talked about it. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. But just like what we had to do when we were having that situation with our daughter, like there are some key things that the two of you can do. And, and these are skills. Let me say, these are skills to be developed. Okay. This isn't just like, Oh, some people, you know, they're just not confusing. And some people are not nah, this is skill development. And it's why stepping into this matters so much because. And, and I just want to say one thing. Alisa and I wrote a book. It's our most recent book called the six pillars of intimacy, conflict resolution. The secret to breaking the conflict cycle in your marriage. This is a good time to pick up that book because typically when we're in a place where there is confusion mm-hmm. going on, there are arguments happening and, and I realize it. Like I get it. We do this stuff all the time and I got to go back and I got to go, whoa, Elisa brought it up to me between Abby and I, I was like, do you understand your guys' conflict cycle? And I'm like looking at her like deer in the headlights and I'm going, yeah, I, I, I do. <laughs> and she goes, you do know that you can break that, right? And I had to sit there sort of sheepishly in, in, into myself and going like, yeah, and yet I'm not. And so I still need skill development at time. And so I'll put a link here in the episode notes for you, or you can go to conflictresolutionbook.com. I would highly suggest you pick it up. It's not just for marriages. You can use this with your children as well. You can use it with coworkers as well and other people. 
Side note. Side note. I'm not allowed to coach my husband, but sometimes one-liners do fly out of my mouth. Yes. <laughs> Just they do. For all, the, for all the coaches and counselors out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I, I very intentionally try not to coach Abby or Tony, um, but every once in a while, I just can't help myself when the situation is Arises. so glaring. Yes. But, you know, what are those actions that you can take? You can, you can choose patience, right? For some of you, that might mean saying, hey, I need to actually step out of of the room, not because I'm abandoning you, not because I'm neglecting you, not because I don't want to participate, but because I need to actually get back into a place of emotional regulation. Like I need to take care of myself so that I can fully participate with you. But you got to explain yourself because if you just like walk out, it's like nails on a chalkboard to your spouse, right? You can choose to get better at communicating with your spouse. Mm -hmm. Like this is not just like a communication skills thing, but it's like, what, what do we both need when we're in this place of confusion, right? You can be more clear or thoughtful and you can ask if it's clear. And I'll tell you what I tell my coaching clients. If there's even an inkling in a response that you get from your spouse that you might not understand fully what they're saying, it's okay to say, do I understand you correctly? And then fill in however you understand it. Or to even ask, hey, can you give me a little more clarity? I don't want to misunderstand you. Mm-hmm. You. As a coach, I would so much rather you ask that question than to be like, you know what? They said the sky was blue and you're like, sweet, the sky is blue. But you're thinking like evening time, nighttime, like dark blue. And they're thinking like middle of the day, sky blue. And you're like blue and you like bring out blue and it's like two totally different blues. And they're like, you don't understand me at all. Tiny little example, but it can happen. Mm-hmm. Right? What does it look like when you're in that place to actually share what you're thinking about? Oh my gosh, how do we bridge this? Sometimes you have to open your mouth, right? Because your spouse, we did a whole episode on this. Uh, it's episode 319. Your spouse is not a mind reader. I've been, I've been going back to that episode a lot lately. You have been. They're not. And I don't know if we're just in like a, you know, this episode's coming out, you know, in August. I don't know if we're just kind of in a summer lull where people have just been like, you know, my brain's been on vacation. And so I think that my spouse should just know what's going on. I have no idea. Hmm. But your spouse is not a mind reader. So, so sometimes the confusion comes because you're not saying anything and you're expecting them to know. And guess what? I don't care how much they love you. I don't care how long you've been together. Your lack of information. Mm-hmm is creating confusion, right? Um, I will say another strategy that can help to avoid confusion is don't, don't discuss certain topics late at night because your brain's mm-hmm. already tired. Yep. You, you're tired. Like I was talking to, I was talking to some coaching clients and um, you have four kids and, and you know, four teenagers. So they're running all over and they've got practices and all this kind of stuff. And the husband was telling me, he's like, sometimes she just gets into bed and she like, just like passes out cause she's so fatigued. And she's like, yeah, that's when he wants to talk. And I'm like, okay, we, we need to find another time. We have two and I, and I can go to bed and pass out. <laughs> yeah. Tony and I very rarely, like, I know it's serious, like really serious. If we're in bed and Tony's like, we need to have a talk. Cause the only time that happens is when he feels like he's not getting enough t- attention from me or time with me. But usually it's, Hey, can we go on a walk and talk? Mm-hmm. Because he knows we'll both be awake and neither one of us will fall asleep in bed. Mm-hmm. But what are you doing 
what are you doing in that space of recognizing, hey, there are conversations we have that lead to more confusion. There are conversations where there's a gap in the information and my imagination, and you know your spouse's imagination is run wild when they like come back to you and they've got this whole like, I can't believe you would do this. And you're like, where did you get that from? How? Wait, what? Because our imagination can run wild on us and we'll just fill in those gaps. And for some of you, it's going to be opening up your mouth and starting to share. For others of you, you may just have to have a dedicated time, like a coffee break where you know you're going to be having a conversation and it's just like things don't, that you have like a weekly time where you're sitting down and you're having a conversation. Some of you might actually do this every day, uh, not necessarily a coffee break, but have that dedicated, you know, conversation every day. But where are you regularly talking about what's going on inside of you? Here's the thing. Elisa and I talk a lot about emotional intimacy because we believe in it. We believe in the practice of communicating with one another. Truly, it's what has saved our marriage. I would say our emotional intimacy, our sexual intimacy, our spiritual, all the pillars. And yet, if we did not choose to have a conversation with one another for days, if not weeks on end, our marriage wouldn't be where it is today. And so we really do believe a lot in you guys, in helping you guys take what we're sharing here, listening to it individually together, and then giving you the springboard Mm -hmm. to have your own conversations. Because in marriage and in life, it's a journey. So many of us want it to just be fixed right now. And yet we don't want to put in the effort or the time. And Elisa and I, even week to week, still have to do those things to have the extraordinary marriage we desire. Because if not... And we just went along and did our own thing. I get, I would highly think for myself that my imagine, imagination would run wild if I didn't have conversations with her. Mm. Like if I didn't know what was going on, I would probably find myself in places like I was early married in very dark places, wondering what my wife was doing or where she was, which none of it was true. But I began to tell the lies to myself that began to see, that began to grow inside of me, that began to fester and begin to literally destroy me and our marriage. And so my, my hope and my prayer is that you hear something here today that you go, oh, that, that's where we can jump off of. Mm-hmm. Like we can have this conversation about what's going on in our marriage so we can stop the confusion, so we can get some clarity, so our imaginations aren't running wild around this pillar. Mm -hmm. Because truly at the end of the day, we want to see you guys have extraordinary marriages. And for some of you, you're stuck. I get it, man. You are just stuck. You're like, I've tried, you know, I've tried, we've tried, nothing's going on. Like I would, I would hope that you would just step out and get help. Mm-hmm. If you want to look at coaching here with Elisa, apply. There's no obligation. You can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. If not with her, find somebody. Sometimes that third party can just give you the tools you need. There are so many different tools we can use. Absolutely. 
And Elisa knows this with her clients. There are so many different tools we can use. And even myself, I've done coaching. I've done counseling. I've, there are so many different tools. And sometimes we need focus for like five sessions, 10 sessions, so we can get the tools that are really going to help us in our marriage. So if that's you, again, apply. No obligation. It, what it boils down to is that you don't have to stay in a place of confusion. You don't. You don't. Like, I, I'm just, I, I'm going to be so bold as to say that. You you can choose to get to know your spouse better. You can choose to stay curious about who they are and what they're experiencing. And on the flip side of that, you can choose to engage and have the conversation and fill in the gaps. Don't leave your spouse wondering. Mm-hmm. Right. Fill in the gaps, have the conversation, develop the skills for your marriage and what the two of you need now. Yeah. Um, gosh, I'm just thinking and really, I just feel on my heart. This is the week that some of you need to just go enough's enough. Like we've been holding on to stuff way too long. Like there's been way too much confusion and I'm not saying one conversation is going to fix everything. Mm -hmm. What I am praying for and what I am believing is that you have the courage, that you have the faith, that you have the belief in each other, in your marriage, that you will take a step this week. Because when you do, that's when the process begins. And some of you have started before and stopped. We have been there. Some of you are on that journey and maybe it's just time to take another step. Mm. Whatever that is for you, let's rid ourselves of confusion so that we can have the extraordinary marriage we desire. You guys, we want the best for you. We do. We want to impact one marriage every day. And I know that I'm speaking to you. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.